Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Slam fam, welcome to another edition of the Bam Slam podcast. <laughs> Ali Rat, Ben Fletcher, Casa with you, bright and early on a beautiful Saturday morning. Um, a big <laughs> Saturday, yes, yeah, early, it's early, but we've got uh, maybe one of the biggest Saturday sports days in San Diego uh, history. You're living under a rock if you don't know that the uh, the Aztecs in the Final Four they take on. The ninth seed, Florida Atlantic Owls, uh, this afternoon, 3.0 something. Ben, what's the official, what time? 3.09. 3.09, if you're not watching it on CBS, of course, you'll be listening to it on uh, San Diego 7.6. Is it 7.60 San Diego Sports? Sports 7.60. San Diego 7.60. Yeah, I knew I had um, it right. Also, if you want to watch Bam Slam in different ways, we're up on Twitter right now at Bam Slam Pod. I retweeted it at Fletch Sports. If you're watching on YouTube, drop a comment, subscribe. We need to up those numbers. And yes. uh, if you want some more Aztecs content after this, I will be live at noon from Home and Away in Old Town. So if you want to come have a drink with a very hungover Ben Fletcher and talk about the Aztecs, I'll be there. Are you watching the game? Why is Ben? First off, Allie, good morning. How are you, my love? Good morning. I'm good. Went to the game last night and saw mm-hmm. all the guys pregame in their San Diego State jerseys, Manny and Joe and Xander Bogarts. It was very, that was very, very cool. Um, and then they did a big thing in between innings up on the jumbo board about, um, is that what it's called? The jumbo board? I don't know why I called it that. We'll, we'll call it jumbo board. That <laughs> came out of my mouth. I'm like, that does not sound like what I usually call it. Um, and my voice is a little I love rough. the jumbo board. <laughs> my voice is a little rough. It's and all right. I, my, and I'm on my phone and not my computer. So things are, you know, great in alley world over here. But, um, no but yeah, I thought all the Aztec love coming from the Padres was so cool. And they also are uh, showing the game on the jumbo board uh, today before the game. So anyone who has a ticket to tonight's game can come early and watch the Aztec game first. Uh, okay. So uh, order in order of importance, Ben, why are you so hungover? My brother's in town, and we went golfing yesterday, and then we went to McGregor's after golfing, which is oh, a good boy. way to say this uh, Bam Slam pod is presented by McGregor's, some of our favorite people in the world. Yeah. Just another from Snapdragon Stadium, great bar. Awesome. Um, yeah, and again, thanks to Ian and everybody at McGregor's. We did our first live taping last Friday um, after the Aztecs took down Alabama to get to the Final Four. I kind of want to watch it there today, but um, I feel like I would have to leave now to get a spot. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know it was, it was, it was a crazy crowd. And again, the the doorman at McGregor said, "We're normally packed on St. Patty's Day, but there's more people in here right now than they uh, they had for for St. Patrick's Day." So yeah, we'll talk a little Padres and their 0 and 2 start here in a second. But uh, 
all eyes are on the red and black. It's it's such a trip. I don't know about you guys, but you know, following on their social media account and stuff. And you know, there's Dutch talking with Jim Nance on the court, and the, you know, they're walking to the Houston and onto that. Uh, I okay, I'll go. I got some pet peeves. I hate the raised court in okay. championship basketball. Why? I hate that. Uh, I don't know. It just it it just looks different to me. I'm always afraid someone's going to go sliding off or go flying off the court and you know break a leg. I just can't you just put it on the floor? Yeah. And again, first world problems. I understand. <laughs> Dude, the Aztecs are in the Final Four. You're a lifelong San Diegan who's been here for the heartbreak of everything that's happened in this city. <laughs> And San Diego State has done it, dude. Like, I'm not saying it's over because it's not, but you've gotten to a Final Four. That's where legacies yeah. are made, is getting to Final Fours. And how it, it is Jim, so fucking cool. And then it's Jim Nance's last uh, yeah. Final Four, and that San Diego State is part of that sort of history, too, is very cool. Did he? We talked about this briefly, Ben. Did Nance ever say why he... He I'd not have to go it. back and look. I think it was something to do with contracts, but uh, CBS probably looking to get cheaper, like everyone else in the world right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Who knows? It, but it, it sucks because I think he's still at the top of his game. But like you look, especially around the world of golf, like Sir Nick Faldo stepping away. Uh, Jim is going to be there for a while, but who knows when that? Like I think we're going to see a changing of the tides with broadcasters here over the next few years. Like. Yeah. Think about who's going to sure. probably be leaving soon. Al Michaels, the voice of five generations. <laughs> like it's going to, we're going to come for a weird time. Well, and when you look at like ESPN announcing this last week, that they're about to lay off 7,000 people around the country in radio and television, it kind of makes you wonder like, okay, well then why did you give Troy Aikman $18 million a year, you know, to call 17 games and, I'm not saying he's not good. I, I personally like him, but I just think that seems like a lot of money to one guy um, when you're going to lay off 7,000 other people. I don't know. Media is in a weird spot right now, and it's going to go through a really big change here in the next few years, I think. And I think there's going to be a lot more stuff like this, what we're doing, where it's very self-made and it's we went out and got our own sponsor. We went out and did everything. We set up this. And this is just so people who enjoy our stuff can still consume our stuff. And we're not asking very much of them. I mean, it's free to watch this. We don't charge anything for our listeners or our viewers. And like the most we ask of you is to come to McGregor's every once in a while and hang out with us. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, I, I think also too, um, with this, this type of platform and what we're doing and, and all the different ways that, you know, basically anybody who has one of these. Yeah. That's your TV station. That's your radio station. It's also mm -hmm. your it's your production company. It's your camera crew. It's it's everything. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, back to what you said, ESPN sucks. <laughs> yes, I, I'm sorry. Their their radio programming, their radio shows suck. Uh, I can't tell you. And, and I love I love Brad Van um, Scott Van Pelt. Uh, Scott Van Pelt. I do. <laughs> he's, I do. To me, he's like one of the. He's my fave. I love him. Yeah, he's like one of the three things that I would even tune into ESPN for. Mm -hmm. But the rest of it is shit. It's mm -hmm. boring. It's all cookie cutter. If you listen to you know some of the uh, the stuff in our area, it sucks. I think ESPN is a sinking ship, and obviously, 
you know, having to lay off 7,000 people nationwide, you'll see why. But what we're doing, and back to what I was going to say, and then we'll get to the Aztecs, you know, we all know what Plugola and Paola is in, in radio and television, terrestrial radio, terrestrial television. I guess there's no other type of television. But here, doing what we're doing, you can go to a sponsor and you can take, you can say, we're going to talk about you as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're getting paid by you, but, you know, we're, we're, we're going to buff you out. We're going to go overboard beyond the pale of, of making sure our listeners know to go there and patronize you and, and things like that. And Ben, back to your point, I think that's what that's going to be the big difference. Well, it's a partnership. It's able not, to do that. Uh, sponsor. It, yeah, it's like it's cost. It's you reaching out personally to McGregor's and saying, Ian, you know me. You mm-hmm. now know Ben and Allie. Like, let's do business together. Right. We'll scratch your back. You scratch ours. Perfect. And by the way, it's legit because I really do fucking love McGregor's. I'm there all the time. I was there last night. And you guys, can we talk about real quick? I know we didn't uh, podcast this last week because we were both, we were all so busy with um, Aztecs and Padres opening day and everything. But so we haven't been on together since we were on together at McGregor's when San Diego State beat Alabama. How much fun was that? We had the biggest crowd that come out and support us. I, I was shocked by the amount of people that came. I mean, the place was packed with Aztec fans. I'm not saying they were all there for us, but the group that was there for us was much bigger than I anticipated. And it was so much fun how we all sat around afterwards. And I just, I just thought it was great. And McGregor's is amazing. And except for the guy that wanted to fight me, everything was really great. Oh, I, I still <laughs> want to tweet out that fat Fox picture. <laughs> Say, you know, is it, does anybody know this elephant? I think he 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 strayed away from the sanctuary. <laughs> Not nice, no questions. But he but he was so rude. We don't need to rehash him. But anyway, no. the whole the whole McGregor's was amazing, and they were so gracious to us, considering how packed it was. And then all our friends that came out, thank you, because that was that made it really fun. Yeah, I, someone kept buying tequila shots. Yes, they did. Uh, I did have one. Our, our great Bam Slam fam member Peter Salas and his lovely wife it was the first time I uh, had the opportunity to meet her. But yeah, he kept on floating over uh, over tequila shots. I left. I left there uh, feeling no pain. Thank God, my beautiful bride drove. Um, oh, that was the other thing. As soon as I got there, because I was scrambling, I was a little late because we did a extended post game show for the Aztecs, and so I was sprinting back. And I get to McGregor's and Meg can see that I'm flustered and I'm putting everything together really fast. And Meg just says, Ben, slow down. What do you want to drink? I yeah. She did. She did that. She came back with drinks for both of us. She was so cute. <laughs> she is such, she is just the best. I adore her. I just she- adore her. Dude, you hit a home run yeah. for someone yeah. who could barely hit dribblers. Well done. <laughs> And, you know, speaking of dribblers, that's kind of where I am with our sex life now. So it's a good thing oh, that uh, we've been together as, as as long as we have. All right. Uh, let's talk aspects. Again, this is the Bam Slam uh, podcast. Thanks to Ian and the family at McGregor's for being our title sponsor. Aspects this afternoon, 309 tip off in Houston against Florida Atlantic University, the number nine seed. Aspects, a two and a half point favorite uh, going into this game. Uh, ben, I'll get your I'll get your prognostication for thoughts on this game. I want to do a little thought experiment here with both of you. 
Okay, you ready? Because I've been asking a lot of people okay. this question over the last few days. If this game were to happen four months ago in the preseason and the non-conference schedule, what would you expect to happen and what would be an acceptable result? I would expect that it would be that we would probably win by a lot and that would be the acceptable result. I mean, if it was close, fine, but I, I think, I don't, I think that they're not a very big team. I think they're athletic. They're good three point shooters. They also have a good defense, but I, but I still think that if you're comparing them side by side, I think that we would blow them out, but they're blowing people. I mean, they're winning. What if they've only lost three games all year? They're a good team. So here's my thing. I'm thinking if um, John Schaefer and I were to sit down before the season and talk about San Diego State playing FAU in a non-conference matchup, but it, it counts towards all the metric, it counts towards the net ranking, Kempom, everything like that, we would be saying the Aztecs better win by 15 or else it's going to be considered a bad loss. Now, okay. it's the tournament. 15-point games are very rare to come by. UConn's run is unprecedented in winning by 20 every single game. I don't think that's going to be the case. However, I do think it's a little more simple when you step back and look at it like that. Like, oh, shit, the Aztecs should be the favorite in a Final Four game. Like, that's outrageous to me because, Ali, you're right. They are a lot smaller. San Diego State outweighs them for sure and is way taller than them. And San Diego State's defense has just bent teams to their will this entire tournament. Like, I think Aztec fans, not that you should feel comfortable ever in the tournament because you see one seeds lose to 16 seeds. But you should just feel really good about this draw mm-hmm. and understand that the Aztecs are probably going in with the mentality that we should be winning by 15. Now, I don't think it's going to be a 15-point game. It's going to be within five points in the last two minutes of the game. It's going to be intense, and it's going to be who makes less mistakes. Mm-hmm. I think that, like they did with that uh, the big stiff from Creighton, you know, uh, FAU's got that big Ruski, what is he, like 7 or 7-1? Seven, yeah. But he's just he's just kind of you know a statue there in the uh, in the paint. So I don't I think we I think not we I think the Aztecs are more athletic, mm-hmm. and obviously the defense is the last couple of games. When you listen to the commentators calling the game, they're like, oh my god, you know this defense and the way the Aztecs are able to switch off and they don't get caught up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that that high low or the pick and roll but for the most part they're they're pretty suffocating out by the uh out by the arc. I think to me that's what the biggest difference is going to be in this game. Um although the Owls have incredible guard play and they've got a couple of guys who have played every single game this year. A lot of points, but man they make shit happen and that's what kind of scares me a little bit. But and, and I'm taking my Aztec fandom out of it. I think the Aztecs overall are a better team by how much we'll see this afternoon. We'll see in San Diego state. Really? I think they can use a very similar formula in this game as they've been using all tournament long, which is yeah. make them play at your pace, like ugly right. to give up, get it dirty because FAU, I don't, I've watched every single one of their tournament games. They play their asses off and they work yeah. really hard to get out and run. And they work really hard to fasten the game up. And that's not San Diego State style. So if these two teams are going again in a battle of wills, both these teams are very strong and work really hard. San Diego State is just better at it than FAU, in my opinion. But um, we'll see today. They shoot a ton of three-pointers, which San Diego State's guard play on defense has been so good at forcing you to take the shot you don't want to take. Yep. It's not the one you want to get to. 
Well, that's the thing. Our deep, the San Diego State's defense is so stifling. And I think when that's one of the reasons they've held all of these teams, Alabama, um, you know, all of them, especially for the but they've held them to far fewer points than they than any of those teams normally score. So, I mean, you would think that would be consistent today too. Not only far fewer, Allie, but like Charleston and Furman, they held them 20 points under their season average. Both those games were played in the 50s. Both those teams average 80. Uh, Alabama averages 80. That was a low 60s for them. Creighton was averaging like 76 points a game, and they were in the 50s. Like San Diego State, that defense is something that we've never really seen in this tournament before, other than when Syracuse would drop back to that dumbass 2-3 zone and just sit on ah. the yeah. Well, what, you know, Coach Fisher, and we'll talk about Coach Fisher in a second, but, you know, forever, um, the sign in the locker room has been, if you don't play defense, you're not going to be an Aztec. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, bring you know, if you get recruited by Dutch, he, I think the first thing he looks for is your lunch pail because it's like, you're going to work mm-hmm. in both ends, you, you know. You're not going to be a head case. You're not going to be a showboater, and you're going to work at uh, at both ends of the courts, the court, and the. It's been an, a magic elixir because everybody who comes here realizes before they get here, you know, I'm, I got to play defense. And he recruits guys that uh, already know and already know how to play defense. How great was it to see the fact Coach Fisher on the court, and maybe I will freely admit it made me cry. They had Mark Fisher courtside too. Yeah. Everybody walking onto the court, you know, tapping him on the shoulder, kissing him on the forehead, um, type of thing. Just so so great to see. And uh, Velasquez, or maybe it was Dutcher, talked about it this week on radio um, on Darren's show. And the fact that they have 50 former Aztecs going to Houston this week. Yeah, huge. 50 former Aztecs for life, like all those guys coming out, all those guys get to give their respects to Coach Fisher. They get to say hi to Mark. They get to give Dutch a big bear hug. They hopefully get to see Dutch do another trust fall at the end of this thing. And remember, like, right when I got to McGregor's the other night and we sat down and we started recording, I was like, holy shit, the Aztecs have a pretty good shot to win a national championship. And then they went out and beat Creighton. And now they are literally one game away from a national championship, the first national championship in San Diego sports history. Like Costa, as an alum, as a San Diego Stater, what what does that make you feel? Uh, I'm stunned. And, again, I apologize for being so busy this past week, not being able to get to the BAM Slam on Tuesday or Thursday night. Another reason why we're here uh, this morning morning doing it i i walked into meg was getting ready to go out um in our bathroom when i walked in and i was crying i said (laughs) i said they fucking did it they they made the final four i go back to you know there's a great video this week on it was either instagram or twitter and it was michael cage and he was he was doing kind of like you know the whatever walk it is and it said aztecs final four and, and stuff like that their their history obviously is not North Carolina or Dukes, but Ben, you talked about you know fifty former players are going to be in Houston to root on the Aztecs. When you go back down that sick basketball, you're like, oh shit, you went to San Diego State, and again, you know Tony, our beloved Tony Gwynn, who could have been a pro basketball player, was drafted by the San Diego Clippers to play guard. You know, going all the way back to Tony and obviously to Michael Cage, who was 
a number one draft choice of the uh, then Seattle Supersonics. It's it's pretty impressive. I think um, obviously Kawhi Leonard would probably be the tip of the uh, tip of the Aztec spear as far as greatness in in the NBA and, and what he's been able to do. But again, another you know Steve Fisher product and now Coach Dutcher and oh Dutch said something in a press conference. It was either yesterday or the day before, where his dad said. Brian, great coaches don't go to the Final Four of the National Championship game just one time. They go back. And so here's Brian Dutcher, was there as an assistant with obviously Coach Fisher a couple of times. And now here he is as the, the head of the Aztec program, uh, taking his team to their first Final Four and, and now has a good shot to win the, uh, to, excuse me, to play in the National Championship. I'm, yeah, again, I, you guys know where I live. Um, I can throw a rock and hit Viejas Arena. Mm. I can't believe this is happening in our backyard. I'm still, I'm still walking on, uh, walking on sunshine. If so, any, if anyone had said preseason that the final four, <laughs> this matchup would be between a Mountain West oh. team and a uh, Conference USA team, would yeah. anyone have believed it? Like, <laughs> no. No, but it shows that this transfer portal thing, which I've always said yeah. is really good for college basketball, is a big deal. And it's well, able to yeah. take some of the best players in the country and get them playing time elsewhere. Like, there's a reason Jaden Ladee's on this team. It's because he wasn't getting playing time at Ohio State or TCU. And that's why he's here, and he's making a huge impact. He's a big reason they're in the Final Four. Well, and how about Darian Trammell, you guys? Like, that awesome. kid has won my heart. I love him when did you see and he did tears, it for grandpa oh, tears God. flowing down his face as his dad <laughs> called him while he was holding up the final four thing yeah. god it's so cool it's so cool i love that what a story he has wow now what i struggle with is trying to put in perspective like what they're doing right now at 8 30 before you play in literally one of the biggest basketball games well, if, if it was me i'd be pooping yeah, I'm surprised you're not pooping right now, actually. Can we talk about where you are, Costa? Because your internet's working, which is new. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm at the dining room table. We've never had – we. you know, when, when we have a big party, normally we put all the food on the dining room table. That's the uh, that's where I'm sitting. So the light's good. The internet's good. Um, truth be told, I'm on my uh, iPad, but when we get together again Tuesday night, I will – have the uh my laptop here and see if this is the space where i will uh i'll do the the bam slam pod from um from now much, on. much better thank you all right allison you were at the uh oh wait predictions who's gonna win and what you think how how many points do you think the aztecs will win by allison you go first i think aztecs win by seven ben I got it 64-59, Aztecs win. Okay. Um, the over-under, I think, is 136. Hammer. I've got the Aztecs. I'm going to say the Aztecs win by 4-64-60. I like it. I think so if this go. game's played in the 60s, Aztecs don't have a problem winning it. If it gets up yeah. in the mid-70s, 80s, that's when FAU comes into advantage. Right. Hey, right. again, thank you to uh, Ian, everybody at McGregor's. They are our title sponsor of the uh, the Bam Slam uh, podcast. And it's right. If you've never been, you got to go because it, the people, the people watching the food, the drink, 
all the space you have, all the TVs. Again, an experience last Friday night, like I've never uh, gone through watching the Aztecs take down Alabama to get to the Final Four. We did our first live taping there. We'll have another one coming up shortly. Steps away from Snapdragon Stadium for Aztec football, concerts, Legion soccer, uh, Legion rugby, or anything going on at Snapdragon Stadium. They are right there of uh, Snapdragon. Easy to get to, plenty of parking. But Ian and the whole fam at McGregor's, thank you for coming on board as our uh, as our title sponsor and being part of the uh, the reincarnation of the Bam Slam podcast. Angel was our server last night, and she put up with us perfectly because we, <laughs> we were annoying. I love. You know what else is amazing about them? As crowded as it was when Aztecs were when Aztecs beat Alabama last Friday night, as crowded as it was, I mean, it was shoulder to shoulder in there. The food still came out fast, so fresh, fast. plenty of it. It still yep. looked beautiful as if there were five people in the place. I mean, I've never been there when there's only five people, but you know what I'm saying? It was just, yeah. it was I, the way they kept up with it. That part was really incredible to me. I, I Padres, agree. We've talked about all the good San Diego stuff. Let's talk about the shit. <laughs> you know what? Right now, it's why the Padres have brown in their uniform. Okay, you got Two games. Two. And I get that they pl are playing the lowly Rockies that don't look so lowly right now. Um, I don't know what's going on. It's just not pretty to watch. And I'm not worried. I'm not either. I'm not either. But I, I don't, I, first of all, Jake Cronenworth, I love that. Signed to a seven-year um, extension and $80 million. I think it's great because I adore yep. that. And he's, I think, a huge piece of that team. He's been an all-star the last two seasons. So when you look at that, you probably got him on the cheap. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think I think really where we're lacking, and I've said it since spring training, is pitching. And I know you and Joe are not there right now and are, you know, we'll be back soon. Um, and that will be a big, huge boost. But they need at least one more stud starting pitcher. They just do. <laughs> I think, um, right. I think that the season that Nick Martinez had last year, and I know it was just one start we saw from him last night, I just don't know that he can replicate what happened last year. Well, and maybe he really isn't a starter. Maybe that's yeah. what we're finding out. Maybe he is a reliever because he was so brilliant in that role last year. Mm -hmm. And now he's going to move back to a starter, which is what he was originally. But maybe he's better at the other role, you know? So. Yeah, I'm not worried about the offense. That's going to come. Like, I'm not worried about Juan Soto, even though I know Twitter wants to throw him off a cliff. Um, even though he can't he, catch a ball. He, he can't, he can't catch, catch But you didn't bring him in for his defense in the first place. We knew that he was a bad defender. Like, this you're was right. the first thing right. we all said. It was like, you're bringing him in because he has an opportunity for an OPS over 1,000 and a batting average near 300 every year. Well, so right yeah. now, he's not earning the $500 million that he wants. <laughs> Not, Alan, not, don't fall into the trap. He's going to be fine. I know. I know. I just, I, I think he'll be fine too. I do. And he, he did great in the World Baseball Classic. He did. You know, the, the thing that it's not. Oh, God. His internet. I'm not, I'm not worried. What? <laughs> You're back. Did screw up. Okay. Sorry. Like oh, well. I'm not, I'm not worried. It's only two games. But as we have seen with this Padres team, when it has come down to, one game, these are the games that you look back to and say, ah, shit. Um, yeah, they'll they'll get it back around. I have total faith in, in Bob Melvin to 
I don't even I, I don't even think there's a ship to steady right now. They're all in two. Um, and, and you're right, Allison, I think it's it's valid to be concerned that they really didn't do anything as far as their uh, their pitching staff is is concerned. The thing that I have most concerns about are the fucking hideous City Connect uniforms. Oh, come on. They, I thought it looked good last night. I, no, it, it looks like it looks like a uni, it looks like a unicorn blammed all over them. That's what I'm gonna say. Right, okay. Well, here's He's a unicorn folks. ejaculated on the jerseys. That's what you're yeah. saying. All yeah. Right. Don't call it City Connect, call it unicorn ejaculate. <laughs> all right. Terrible. Downtown last night, and I mean, you guys, it was packed. That Gallagher Square, you could not move. But everybody, I would say 30% of the people there are all wearing the City Connect stuff on Fridays. Costa, it's not for you. That's what you forget. Like, it's not for the old white dude. People love it. I mean, I saw everybody had the, so many people (laughs) had the cap on. Um, and then a lot of people have the jerseys on too, or the t-shirts or sweatshirts or whatever, but I would say a good, a solid 30% of the people there probably. Well, that's 30% of San Diego who are effing idiots. Okay. And you heard it right here. Boy. Yeah. Unicorn blam. I'm going to start calling them unicorn blam, uh, uniforms, not the uh, Twitter account suspended. (laughs) I didn't love them when they came out, but I kind of feel like now it sort of is the flair of kind of the roster that we have. I don't know. I, I don't hate them. Like I, I never hated them, but I, I liked them a little more than I did originally. You know who yeah. I am thrilled with and the fact that he's a San Diego Padre? Xander. God, well, yes, also Hassan Kim. The chance the first two days at Petco Park, the Hassan <laughs> Kim. It's so cool. He did two uh, doubles last night. He was I know. But Xander Bogarts, I think yeah. he is oh. a freaking superstar for this team. Dad. Complete stud. He leaves like the team in hits. So yeah, well, when you're talking about getting someone who's just going to be steady and consistent and get a couple hits every single game, like that's what you needed on this team last year is someone to just be consistent offense. And if everyone can get going around him, like they have an opportunity to have six of those guys with Cronenworth now under contract. So I'm not right. worried whatsoever. The pitching thing probably needs to be addressed. I think a lot of that goes away when you Darvish and Joe Musgrove are both back and in the regular rotation. Mm-hmm. So um, I – I said it on Tuesday, said temper the expectations for the first 20, 25 games because it might get a little ugly and it's starting ugly. But but the problem with that is, and I say this every year when people are like, it's only March or it's only April. It's like, okay, but do you want to be stressing out in September when we have to win one more game or we have to win these two games? Like, I don't. I'd rather win them all now and then let guys rest a little bit and take a day off here and there. I I don't know. That's just mean. I I don't. Every game matters or why do they play 162 games? Like, I don't know. That's just me. I just, I, yeah, I'm Ali. I'm with you. Take care of your business now. Give yourself a little bit of a cushion and don't have to be, you know, chewing your fingernails down to the quick as you get towards the other regular season and, and starting to think back, like, oh my God, there's that, there's that one game. I think this is a down year, however, for the, the uh, NL West. I think the Padres are, are, are clearly the cream of the cop, uh, crop. So as far as that is concerned, yeah, Dodgers lost. Yeah, I think they can have games like this this season, where maybe in seasons past, because of who was on the Dodgers, they couldn't. So that is a 
that trends upward uh, for the Padres as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we got this comment from our buddy Jay Pobbs, who also bought tequila shots. Aztecs by nine. I like that prediction. Love it, Jay Pobbs. I would love for today not to be a stressful game. I'm just telling you it's going to be a stressful game. Sure. We jumped on here. It was uh, during the Mountain West tournament after the first game that ended up being super freaking close. Mm-hmm. And awesome. I was like, well, guys, it's March. <laughs> this is what happens. All these games are going to be close. <laughs> totally. It, it, it is. And who do you guys think wins the other one, Miami or Yukon? I got Miami upset. Really? Damn, Costa. What just happened? We have uh, two new puppies in the house. Uh, they came here the other day. And so everyone, Shirley, and Apple's just a bitch, but Shirley is the one who does all the correcting and helping them to become good little uh, puppies. And so they start violating her space and she gives them the. So that's what, that's what that was. You guys are um, really good about this episode of the Bam Slam Pod, but I do have to tell you, uh, I think this is my last episode. What? Why? I got a, I got other stuff going on. Okay. About. Well, we love you. Date? What's the date today? Uh, oh, April, April Fools! Yeah. Oh, it is April first. Bam Slam Pod for life. Yeah! There was, a, there was a second there. I was like, holy crap! And, <laughs> and then I'm starting to think like. What did he tell me in the past? What did he tell me? I knew about this. I knew about this. All right, listen. Would have got a group test for for this uh, special Saturday edition of the uh, of the Bam Slam podcast. Again, thank you so much to Ian, everybody at McGregor's Bar and Grill, right down there in the heart of Mission Valley, right near the Mission, steps away from Snapdragon Seed, and we love the fact that you are our title sponsor. And last, I'm sorry, what, honey? Fish and chips. Fish and chips. Meg's in the kitchen going. Fish and chips, fish and chips. Uh, and always, last but never least, you brave men and women of the United States Armed Forces for what you do, what you've done for us. Bam Slam fam, we love you. Go freaking Aztecs. Go to a national championship. Yeah, go Aztecs. Mwah. Mwah. Bye, guys. <laughs> Mwah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.